Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We are the mother-daughter co-founders of the I Create Daily brand. We are passionate about encouraging positivity, creativity, and productivity while bringing you information and resources that support your creative aspirations. I Create Daily is for creators in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers to entrepreneurs. So if you're into creating anything, this podcast has something for you. So tell us, what would support you most in your journey? You can reach us at creators at iCreateDaily.com. Thank Thank you you for for joining joining us us on this journey. Hello and welcome to an I Create Daily podcast. It's a Facebook Live session and I'm Leora. And I'm Devani. And I Create Daily is a movement for creators serious about their work. So normally we do a pre-recorded podcast, so you may be listening to this um, after the fact. And if you're just joining us for the live version, this is the first time we've done this for the I Create Daily. But we had a topic we really wanted to share uh, live today in case any of you listening have a chance to or in the audience have a chance to um, join us and share your thoughts and questions and comments. Um, So today's session, the topic is about, let's see, where did that title go? Is that the concept is that you know more than you think. The title of the episode is, Can You Teach Without a Degree? So can you teach without certification? There are so many people today, including in our audience, who have amassed and accrued so many more skills than than even perhaps you are aware that you have. Um, And there's so many opportunities today for creators to teach others what they know. And many creators, many of us, really just want to do more of our work and create more of the things that we love to create. But many also love to teach and share it with others. Um, And so that is really a fantastic way uh, to um, monetize what you know, as well as connect with others who are interested in what you're doing. It's a fantastic way to grow your own audience as well. Yep. So then the reason I was looking off camera is I was sharing links to our other pages and stuff. So sorry about that. Yeah. Devani's uh, sharing it with the I Create Daily Facebook group. So if you are a creator and you aren't yet a member of the I Create Daily for Creators Facebook group, then you're welcome to join us there. Um, we'd love to see you there as well as on the I Create Daily podcast and the iCreateDaily.com websites um, as well. So if you are currently teaching something that, you know, teaching what you know uh, with or without certification uh, or degree, please let us know. Um, send your comments in the Facebook as well as send us an email to creators at iCreateDaily.com. And we posted in our group last night a lot, and on our page um, asking people what they wanted to teach even if they have never taught anything before because there's a creator challenge for Teachable, which we'll get into a little bit more later. But we had some cool comments and we wanted to brainstorm those comments with you guys for A, the members who commented, ideas for what they can do. And then also for anybody else in any field of creating who wants to create classes yeah, and, and I, mon- leverage what they know and right. share it with others. And so what you were talking about, so if you're watching this now, the teachable.com is running a special program, which we'll put the link in this. Did you already it's already, it's in, already there. in there. Yep. So the link is already in there that you can go and check it out. If you are, if there's anything that you know, 
and so here's an example. Let's say that you are a mom, a stay-at-home mom, and so and and it could be that you've been a stay-at-home mom all your life uh, or all your married life, and you are now an empty nester. Then, what you know is basically how to be, you know, a an operations manager, how to be an over, you know, you have a comprehensive vast amount of knowledge more than you realize that has value in today's market and how to organize how to get people going how to create systems um how to sort of be the do you remember the uh, the show scorpion um mm -hmm. that, yeah, that the lady so, who managed all the geniuses because they could not keep it together right and there's a real train link to that podcast but there's a real there was a real life tv show i don't know if it's still out it's called scorpion and it was based on the real life of do you remember his name blanking right now because I just threw that up we have we've been looked at that recently so we'll put um, all that in the show notes for this podcast if somebody knows what we're talking about maybe you can put that in the comments uh, Dave Lonnie's gonna google it while while I'm talking um, so the concept is that you know these geniuses were incredible at their jobs but they didn't know how to get along so well with people and so Walter O'Brien Walter O'Brien who's a real-life genius hired other real-life geniuses to solve vast amounts of the world's problems. Yeah, it's a literally hire a genius on demand it was, type thing. It was hire a genius, and they were incredible at problem solving, but not great at getting along. And so they ended up basically hiring a mom uh, who was literally, literally, she was literally a mom, a single mom at that time, and she she would just, but she had people skills, she had soft skills, she had emotional skills that helped people get along. She was a great mediator. Um, so if you're a mom and you have, have more than one child that you've had to mediate, then you already have mediation skills. You are good at mediating the family situation. If you are a, a watercolor artist, like you're a watercolor artist, then you know more about watercolor than someone just starting out. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't have the certification or a degree, you have skills and you know more than someone else and they might actually be willing to pay you if you can teach them exactly what you know and it's sort of it really ties into the the sharing economy of yes. sharing our knowledge so that we can help each other learn what we want to know so there's a when lot of want to know it yeah, yeah it's sort of like exactly uh, it's like so so when I said you can teach them exactly what you know what I really meant to say was you can teach people where they can learn exactly what they need to know. Let's say in a one-on-one -on -one sharing, like how valuable it would be if someone is struggling with watercolor painting and they're not taking any classes, they're just learning on their own, and they need to have help with one detail, mm -hmm. like how to refine a face, you know, if you're doing watercolor and that's yeah. really hard. Or Well, there's one lady who mentioned that she wants to teach basic art technique, Crystal Jean. She said eventually, she, she and she recently started a YouTube channel, and she said she eventually wants to start teaching basic art technique. Yes. Well, uh, there's a lot of people who don't know how to do art, who want to do art, and want to know right. basic techniques. And here's the thing, there are so many fantastic creators offering so much of that information for free online on YouTube, etc. and that's fantastic. We recommend consuming it, creating it if that's you. If you want to build an audience, that's definitely the way to build an audience and grow your own brand. Uh, but even beyond that, so while, there, while we all like to consume free content, um, the other thing is that sometimes you just want to know what you need to know when you need to know it and you want to have specialized coaching or specialized attention and that's when you might take a course and people are willing to pay for a course so that they can have all that they need all in one place rather than mm -hmm. having to search around and not be certain even if they're going to get their questions their specific questions answered in the process and on top of that some people just want the information packaged in a concise way in the one two three this is what I want to know this is how I want to know it and I want it in the right steps so that because on 
YouTube, as you know, when you learn things for free, it's the, you're curating your own information and that can be very messy and it can be very time consuming and you can go through wormholes of things. So you start with a video of tape pouring, which is really fun. And then YouTube auto recommends all these millions of other things. And it's a fantastic way to grow your audience. So we always recommend sharing work for free mm -hmm. on the internet using those platforms, but then packaging it in a way that's really concise for people who want to learn specific skills. And I think that's where sort of niching in and honing in on skills and teaching skills is valuable. And many people said they want to teach everything. You know, they know so many things and they always want to teach it. And that's great. You might consider a free YouTube channel where you do dive into all these different topics because that's who you are. But when it comes to creating a course and teaching knowledge and specific skill sets, you really want to hone in on a skill a type of skill, a grouping of skills that goes well together. And um, so here's an example. Let's say that like Crystal Jean, and we'll link um, or share her YouTube link. Let's see, on the podcast, we can share it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Can we add that back into this once yeah. it's done? Okay, mm -hmm. so we'll add the link. Um, or we'll probably just I'll find it. your link and add it in the show notes and comments. Okay, and we'll, yeah, so it'll be in the show notes for the podcast anyway, for sure. Um, but let's say that, um, let's see, what was I going to say? Darn it. Oh, okay, okay, so, so one of the things that Crystal Jean is doing right now is she's publishing YouTube videos free that show her, um, like, time-lapse videos or speed videos of her entire process for some of the work that she's doing. Um, and that's fantastic. So as you are mentioning, let's say that there are a number of different things that you like to do and want to do and want to share. Like Katrina Morrison, for instance, who is also in the I Create Daily group, and she is an amazing creator. She creates, I think, everything she she is a gardener she is a caregiver for her ailing uh, parents and I think a developmentally disabled or challenged not disabled sorry but challenged son um, and she's also a gardener and an artist and a business owner and she uh, has a an herb shop or an arts shop um, where she lives in I don't remember where, but at any rate she is called garden time and her name is Katrina Morrison and she makes soaps and lotions and uh, herbal concoctions and salves and jewelry and she makes art she makes art her own like linoleum stencils um, for prints like like print making back before you know there were these faster ways to make prints now and sorry I don't know all the technical names for that um, there's so much that she's doing so what we recommend in that case would be to create YouTube videos, a few YouTube tutorials of some of the things that you enjoy doing and would enjoy teaching, and then see which ones get the most traction. Um, and then whichever videos get the most traction, the most views, the most comments, that gives you an idea. If you don't already know what it is you would most like to teach, then that gives you an idea of where to start. Uh, start with the thing that's the most popular. Um, so yeah, another example in our group, Linda Suzanne Wright um, is an another incredible artist. She's a retired music teacher, um, and she's uh, also a very good writer, an artist, and storyteller, and a photographer. And there's so much she's not because she's retired and she's enjoying retirement immensely. She's not looking for another job uh, or to create it for herself. But I don't know. I kind of have a feeling that eventually she's gonna. Maybe. It's gonna be hard for her not to end up uh, creating her own course. Because Once you start creating, you cannot stop. <laughs> the thing about creating your own course, especially in the case like that where you already have amassed all this these years of experience and knowledge, is then you are creating something. You're creating it once. And then you get to sell it over and over again for years on end. Yeah. So, so many of these topics are timeless in that regard. Oh, yeah. And, and even if, if you're listening to this, we're mentioning specific people. And even if 
um, you have something you want to create. We didn't mention your name, but we would love to help you figure out or hone that. And because I think with artists, especially if you're a beginner or you're just kind of getting started, you might think, well, I don't think there's anything I can teach and I'm just getting started. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes it's right. Sometimes you just need a couple years to build a portfolio or just an amount of time to hone your skill. But if you start at it with this angle of eventually I could package my knowledge, you might even find that as you go on your journey, you document the process. I know we follow Gary Vee quite a bit and we've mentioned before his thing is document what you do because as you're learning, Whatever you ask, whatever questions you ask, lots of other people who want to know that thing are asking that question too. Mm -hmm. And so even if you're not yet at the stage where you're comfortable teaching or you don't even yet have the skill set where it's practical for you to be a teacher right now, because that's important to make sure you're bringing the right information to people, then start documenting your journey. Whether you publish it or not is up to you, but as you start documenting, it'll just be so much easier for you to then go back and remind yourself the trail of you being a beginner learning something new. And so here's an example. There are many people who are, uh, who are established in their, their profession, the profession that they went to college for, that they are trained for. Um, they may be in their 40s, let's say, and, cause we, and again, I mentioned earlier the empty nesters, you know, so that, and it could just be that they still have kids in the home, they're older, and they're beginning to look at, you know, there's a little bit of the midlife crisis kind of situation, mm -hmm. beginning to look at um, what's next for me. You know, what is it that is going to be more fulfilling um, than what I'm doing now? Um, I'm already, I already have the skill. I may be a, let's, it could even be an administrator for a physician's office. And, you know, so then again, what does that person know? Well, they know how to be an administrator for a physician's office. And in that case, uh, they could potentially teach someone else how to organize filing systems, how to organize an office. It may be, though, that they want to do something besides maybe they have a hobby of cooking. Maybe that they're... In fact, sorry, but know, a live example, the lady at our dentist, our local dentist office, the front desk lady... Oh, I wish I remembered her name. I'm so sorry. But she, she's quite an experienced crafter. She makes a lot of crafts. Like, in fact, she makes some of the crafts and brings them to the dentist's office, and they use it for different things around the office. So it's like that. And people love crafts. I mean, that's a huge. Yeah. You go on the Internet, you go on Pinterest. Are you kidding me? It's like the biggest category. Right, right. It's like DIY crafts. So right. So there's just, so much to learn there. Yeah. And so – and. Our experience is that while, yes, artists and creators, we like to have our solitude to just create what we love to create, but we do also like to share um, what we do and how, how, um, how to do it with those who are interested. So if that's you, if you're interested in, in teaching, definitely know that you do not have to be certified and you do not have to have a degree to create a structure such as your own course or YouTube channel or social media page to share what you know. And you know, so that's an example. Like, for instance, a lot of people ask you, well, how do I set up a Facebook page? It's like oh, yeah. to, to people in social media, it's such a basic yeah. thing. But there are many people who are so challenged with, you know, uh, and, you know, of all age ranges that if they haven't already aren't already familiar with those mediums and those platforms, then what you know, just like second nature uh, to them, it is a value, and they would value not not only showing them how to set it up, but then how best to use it. How do and I make so, the most use yeah. of my Facebook page? And, and because I've done videos on it to help people, I now have something to send. So when people ask me that, I'm yeah. like, 
hey, I made a one, two, three step tutorial yeah. on this process. So yeah. here you go. I don't have to constantly repeat the steps, right. which I, I mean, I don't actually mind doing that. But it just, again, the ease of sharing knowledge these days, right. even if it's free. So, okay, maybe you're not even comfortable yet to charge for what you know. There's a, I think there's a lot of people who might not yet feel comfortable figuring out how do I charge for what I know. So how do you start? You start by sharing the knowledge you have on the platforms, YouTube, Facebook Live. I mean, you just start building that confidence and comfort level. I mean, even podcasting is a way to share what you know. And as you do that, like we always say on here in the journey, it becomes more clear. So as you start sharing what you know and get comfortable doing it, I think you start to identify the skills that you're most drawn to that people ask you about and I think that's like the best place to start. What yeah. do people ask you about? A lot. And and what do people say you're good at? What do people in your environment say that you're good at? Yeah. And it's like what you're saying. People, you know, a lot of people asked you for that. And so you could just share the video that you already created that yeah. you created for free. And so just keep in mind, what is it that you know how to do that other people want yeah. your help? With? And don't immediately disqualify. I think we, oftentimes we immediately disqualify. We have a thought and it's a good thought. And we immediately say, oh, well, you know, nobody wants to know that. Nobody wants to know what I have to say on XYZ, but but that's just assuming that there's... I, I think that's like a fear that holds us back sometimes, like just assuming that people don't want to hear what you have to say. And sure, it might you might hear crickets for quite a while, and that's natural. The internet's a noisy place, and nobody owes you attention, but as you become an expert on different topics, then you just naturally develop what you're going to share right so we're in the era of the decentralization of um, basically a power of knowledge so you know it's the dissolution of the middleman where there is now no longer the barrier between maker and buyer um, between you know those the crafter and the creator and their audience Um, and also in particular there isn't the gatekeeper it's the dissolution of the gatekeepers it's the decentralization what that means is that it's like the, the uh, flat world, so to speak, concept. It's like an unlimited horizon of opportunities for people to bring what you know directly to those who want to learn from you. And, you know, we've mentioned a lot about visual writers, and Joshua Robertson just popped on, and that reminds me that you don't just need to be a visual artist to share what you know. Joshua Robertson has a show called Writers Imperfect, and he hosts panels with other authors and they talk about the journey of being an author. And uh, he also does write, uh, writing coaching for aspiring writers. And that's another thing, you don't need to have a visual skill how-to that you, that you share. But he noticed a gap in the market of in the trenches writers needing a place to share their struggles, their wins, their successes with other aspiring writers who want to get in the trenches. And that's another way to share knowledge. Right. Right. And so um, speaking of writers, so writers especially, uh, this applies to them because it's so, it's so, so hard. Like if you're thinking like so many people want to write a book and they think I want to write a book, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. Um, and yet anyone who has written published books knows that it is extraordinarily hard to earn not only make a living but even to earn uh, such that how much you're earning from the sales of your books 
offsets all the expenses involved in creating that book, not only your time, but then your publishing, your editing, your editors, your, your art, etc. And so, you know, so for those, unfortunately for create many creators who... Right. We are on part two. Our internet went out. As you know, outside, it gets funky internet. <laughs> so Right. And, and part two of the topic of you know more than you think and uh, you don't need a degree uh, or even a certification to begin to teach. And we, we left off on the second last part of the first uh, video um, talking about how it is the decentralization of knowledge, essentially. It is just, you know, flooding. The opportunities are flooding. You think about it, eons past, where people went to people in their neighborhood, in their communities, to learn what they needed to know. There were apprenticeships, um, and you went and, and were taught by the specialist of what you needed to learn. Of course, obviously, um, options were very limited, but the concept is the same. Only this in this era, options are unlimited, basically. Um, so you were talking about the dental um, receptionist who whose passion yeah. is crafting, um, or if somebody is, you know, again, maybe they're a professional, but they love to cook. And yes, there are many food bloggers, but one way as a cook as a, that you could grow your audience more quickly would be to create YouTube channels or even to do a video and then publish it on your site. It doesn't yeah. have to be on, on YouTube, but that's a great, great resource for leveraging your, you know, because you think about it. So often today, in fact, what we noticed in searching keywords is that many people are searching YouTube more often even than Google for some of the things that they want to. Yeah, in fact, just yesterday we were having a Skype conversation with somebody and she just uh, she was sharing photos of her garden um, harvest. She was harvesting some stuff for friends and she said, I'm going to go YouTube a video of how to cook this thing, whatever she was planting. Yeah. And so that is popular for us to go to YouTube to learn something new. Yeah, so you could totally, and this is something that is available to anyone. So you could just start, let's say that you love um, cooking out and that you are a grill master. Um, then you could start a YouTube channel that is just about everything that you grill. And it could be so focused on that that you could actually leapfrog ahead of some of the other even popular cooking shows or, or websites just because you were so niche focused on that one area of passion. So back to what you were saying earlier, Devani, and we were talking about there are many creators who, you know, the thing about creativity is it doesn't stop with one thing usually. Mm -hmm. So usually creators are interested in so many things. So if you're interested in starting your own thing on the side or full time, then identify the one thing first yeah. um, that would that you enjoy doing the most and that you think you could teach the most and that most people ask you how to do. How did you do that? So if they're asking you, how did you do that? Um, then, then that's what you start with and start teaching and just start sharing what you know for free on YouTube and you will grow your audience um, more or quickly. Or you can do Facebook Lives like this. There's so many platforms to share your knowledge and something you might do is start researching just a little bit to figure out where do most people go to learn the thing or to engage with the craft or so, you know, a lot of writers, a lot of writers are on Twitter or YouTube. And so maybe that's a great place for you to start or Twitch. Um, there are different live stream channels. Uh, a lot of crafters like going to YouTube and Pinterest. Um, this is a little bit nitty gritty and tactical, but I think that's okay because I'm just throwing oh, out yeah. ideas for you guys. A lot of, 
Hi. Oh, Audrey joined us. Congratulations Hi, Audrey. on your book. And yeah, 50,000 words. Congratulations. Yes. Um, and so, um, again, and Joshua Robertson joined us as well. So hi. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, uh, what, what, where was I? Where uh, to go? Where to go to start growing your audience for free before you start getting into, because you need an audience so that you can then teach people things. So, um, again, crafters. If you're a visual artist, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube videos, great place to start. Crafting is a very visual, tactile thing. And so if you're a visual artist or a crafter, then those are platforms that will serve you really well. If you're a writer, go to the places where long-form writing is appreciated. Medium.com is a great place to start. Mm -hmm. Share what you know. It doesn't always have to be video. You don't want to be – a lot of writers can be introverted and not into the speaking or talking or being on camera. That's fine. Mm -hmm. There's medium.com. There's places like Twitter. There's places, Facebook, where you can share long form information, your own website. And so just start looking at these different platforms as a way for you to share your knowledge to the communities that most want and engage with the topics that you're interested in, whether it's peers. Sometimes your audience might start off with being peers, but they can help share your work and your words. Yes, definitely. And this is what I started actually ended off saying in the part one session that before our Wi-Fi timed out. But unfortunate for creators is that, well, it's fortunate and unfortunate. And that is that oftentimes artists get paid for more for what they know than for what they create. Um, so it seems unfortunate because we would love to be able to do the work we love to do and get paid lots of money to support ourselves doing what we love to do. And that will come, but not necessarily easily. And what many discover is that the journey of sharing what you know and doing that in a context with it helps others do more of what they uh, more of that themselves for themselves is a very enriching experience and you're much more likely because again you consider if you're able to go through it you can create a course and you don't need a program to create a course like teachable.com that is linked in this episode show notes you don't have to go through any kind of platform program. You can do it directly like we talked about on YouTube. We use Zoom as our, uh, Zoom.us as our, as does Joshua, as our platform for video, video excuse me, video recording. Um, you can get a free version of Zoom for recording episodes up to 45 minutes, uh, and then you can share that with people. You can host that on your website. Again, YouTube is the simplest because you can, um, well, then you can upload your video to YouTube. You can't create a video on YouTube. You have to create your video. No, you, you, can. Can, you, can, you can go live on YouTube. Oh, you can go live? On, okay, yeah, so you, you can go can live on the YouTube it. platform. So if you just want to start off really basic, you don't want to mess with technology. You just need one platform at a time. Start going live on YouTube, and yeah. those videos will save. And is it uncomfortable at first? Absolutely. Yeah. Did I like doing podcasting when we first started? No, it was so <laughs> nerve-wracking. But do you get better yeah. as you do it? Yes. Absolutely, like anything else. Absolutely. So there are ways that you can do it for free. The thing about Teachable is if you, it's an incredible platform. They have sold well over 3,000. As of today, it's probably closer to five, I'm guessing. Um, but last night when I saw the numbers, there's something like 3,100 people. Think of this, 3,100 people, over 3,100 people last night when I last looked at the stats had um, invested. It was a pretty, very minimal amount to um, learn from Teachable, not only how to, to create their own course, but how to market it. Uh, it, they, it, they provide or provided the resource for creating the whole thing right there on that platform. Yeah. But what's so inspiring about this 
is, and that's not a, like, well, I guess it is kind of a, like a commercial for Teachable, but what's inspiring about that to us is just imagine over 3,000 new creators are in the process of beginning to monetize their dreams mm -hmm. by teaching what they know in a format that will be um, there to be used and sold and enjoyed over and over and over again. Teach it once and then sell it, you know, infinite numbers of times, yeah. basically. And then you can go on and create the next thing you want to teach or yeah. learn yeah. from others. Yeah. Because that's cool to you. You teach and we learn. And that's part of the sharing knowledge economy that we're in right now. It's just yeah. helping each other figure things out. Yeah. So back to writers, for instance. And I know yes. Audrey's here and Joshua's here. They're both writers and they know how hard it is. There's so many people who want to write and sell a book um, and get so discouraged. And this is like... One part of our mission is like, how can we help these creators monetize from their efforts and their creativity? Because to imagine uh, an author working an entire year, slaving away, doing something they love or more to write a novel, for instance, that then goes on Amazon and maybe sells, I mean, if they're lucky, a book a day. And, you know, that's, you're, that's that just doesn't scale. So what are the alternate options? Well, here's an example. There are many people who would love to learn to write who haven't had the writing training. Um, and writers can share what you know. You can offer like consultation for, uh, for people's, like for them to submit their, their work to you and just for you to give an opinion. And you can start doing that for free initially like from your Facebook page or in a Facebook group that you create where writers can help each other and give feedback um, I, you know, I know that that's like kind of loose and it can be touchy to get feedback from other writers, but the number one thing that you can do to end up taking what you love to do and what you already know is to just get started sharing with people, sharing it in the world. And the other thing is to continue to refine that skill yourself. And what's amazing is that like, I know when I was younger, I even now, if I could take a course from my favorite I, and I might even try it like uh, James Patterson has a master class on writing and you know, what the heck why not try it right? figure out what it is yeah. it would be so amazing can you think about like if your favorite creator in any genre created a course on how to do the thing that you want to do because you look up to them as a creator like how incredible is that and how incredible is it that you could be that person for somebody yes. do you have to be famous yeah. no of course not but there's a lot of people who might look up to what you're doing and be like, wow, I want to do that too. Yeah. And the thing, and we, like you said, you know, the James Patterson and other people, we totally enjoy learning from the masters. Um, at the same time, if you join, then you become one of, you know, maybe a million or a yeah. hundred thousand or 10,000 people. Whereas if you join the local communities and groups and that sort of thing, then you have more direct connection yeah. um, with your specific work. Um, and yeah, and more support, community support, and also less intimidating in a way, because if you're just getting started, especially like we have, for instance, some poets, um, in our group and people who like to write poetry. And again, so what do you do with that? Well, you connect with other people and find out who is earning a living, selling your poetry, follow them and then begin to learn from them. And so then you can become that person for somebody. So that's how, and those people who are monetizing already from doing what it is you aspire to. Chance, you know, chances are they didn't necessarily start out thinking that, like Pai Arola, for instance, she's an abstract artist uh, who we've interviewed for I Create Daily, Pai Arola, uh, spelled P-I-V-I, and E-E, -E, the last name, Arola, E-E-R-O-L-A. So you can search, what is her, um, 
peonies face- and parakeets. Peonies and parakeets is your Facebook site. I'm not going to spell that. Right, right. On live stream, <laughs> no, I, think you, I think we know those words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. So you can go, and she's an example of an artist who started exactly a perfect example of an artist who started creating courses uh, and now does online coaching and courses because people kept asking her about her art and how she did certain things. Yeah, and she started off as a design engineer and moved on to be an artist. You know what? This is this also reminds me of Emily Peterson, Emily Ann Peterson, whom we interviewed as well. Who was a? She started off as a cellist. She she had a life altering um, disease. I don't, I don't illness, know, illness illness in yeah. her hands that prevented her from playing the cello again. But that did not prevent her from pursuing music in different genres, teaching music, writing books, doing art, hosting podcasts, and earning money doing these different things. So she earns. She has passive income passive in quotes, uh, but she has income coming in from multiple different types of avenues. And yet she's still an artist and creator and business owner. And so that's another thing too, with the teaching is that you might be earning money from multiple different avenues. And it could start off as just a little bit here and there, a little bit from books, a little bit from coaching, a little bit, but you're still building that diverse stream of income yeah and we that ha- can be helpful absolutely and we have an art uh, several articles actually but if you go to icreatedaily.com and search 10 reasons not to go to college just reasons not to go to college uh, we have if you scroll down in the article we have an incredible list of skills you may have or skills you could learn and then earn from uh, and i'll just read a few of those examples so cooking um, recipes, kitchen tools. You may you may be one of these kitchen gadgets kind of people that, and you could teach people how you could do a, a video um, on YouTube uh, about how to use a certain kitchen gadget. Reviewing. Gadget and right. And as you products. build, and as you build um, an audience, people brands will naturally reach out and say, "Hey, can we give this to you for free so that you can do a yeah. review?" Like yeah. that's how some of this There's stuff so works. Much. And it's the- like you put yourself out there and opportunities start coming because people notice that you're out here doing things. right and that's just and that's just scratching the surf, surface of opportunities with okay. that particular kind of topic and probably the same for pretty much anything we can mention so professional uh, prepping shortcuts you know so that would be an example of just think about it most of us you know that cook we have learned from our uh, parents or not and we taught ourselves um, and we've always done things a certain way but there may be a better way to do it and that maybe that professional or a cook or professional cooks who uh, know the shortcuts that most people don't know and so that would that has value there's people out there who do incredible uh, cake confectionery mm. decorating you know there's yes. there's a merging of artistry and cake uh, and that sort of thing so those are huge those videos get widespread, go viral quickly. Here's another example. Let's say that you know how to dance, you're a dancer, um, whether or not you're active in it right now, you could choreograph uh, dances for for uh, like custom, just like artists can get commissions on you know specific commission work, like special requests rather. Same thing, there could be parents who want their child to learn a specific choreography, or not even a parent and a child. It could be adults who would love to learn how to dance um, yeah. with the, the dances of today. Like, and then the, those dance teachers could go to their home or have their own studios, and, and they didn't have to be certified or accredited or degreed or licensed yeah. you know, to teach what they already know. Um, so 
it's if it's some, like scratching the surface on all of this. We could go a yes. mile deep on each of these topics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, so another one like they could host dance parties at local gyms. There's so many, and again, we have that on the website. So like, we'll just, link it. Yeah. yeah, we'll link it. Um, but here is an example uh, we heard about recently on a podcast. There was a, a lady, a young lady who um, had a number of friends get married within like a year or two period of time, and she happened to be selected as the bridesmaids for all of them. I'm guessing she already probably has some good organization skills herself Um, and so she ended up going and becoming she ended up getting so good at how to be a bridesmaid which apparently includes like the pre-events and how to handle the events during before and after um, and or before during and after and so she ended up becoming a professional bridesmaids meaning that she teaches people how to orchestrate basically and set up and how to be a bridesmaid how what your job is so think about it you know who knew, who knew that's a job right, right? wow who that's that exhausting i'm that glad people thing. like doing that and he, i'm glad there's people you can hire to right, do that because right. that sounds exhausting and here's another one like parenting um Parent, you know, kids don't come with instruction books, and yes, there are tons of books out there. And this is where, again, back to writers. Um, we were just interviewing earlier um, Jill Sylvester, who is a, a holistic coach um, and and uses intuition and energy work as a part of her licensed degreed practice. Um, but gosh, what was I going to say on that? Well, she's already creating products and books. Yeah, but darn, what was the connection? Teaching um, what you know. Yeah, teaching that, you know, well, it'll probably come back. But uh, so, so yeah, anyway, the concept is um, maybe it won't come back. <laughs> you don't remember what I was going to say. You don't no, know I definitely <laughs> okay. don't. Okay, okay. Well, let me just go back to this really quick because I wanted to capture that. Um. Okay. So, oh, a parenting. Okay, so that was the keyword, parenting. Um, so the concept is the kids don't come with instruction books and yes, there are books out there. Like she's writing her books and she she just published a book that we've linked to in in that episode. Um, But as we know, again, you don't make a whole lot of money, but you can make more money teaching people what or coaching people on how to do certain things. And so you can write a parenting book or you can create a parenting course. What do you know about parenting? Do you need to be um, licensed? No, you need to have been a parent. There so you, you need to be a, been a parent, and you co- couch it all in the language of this is what I know, this is what I've learned, this is what worked for us, yeah. um, and this may work for you. Um, and and again, and parent, I mean parent. The thing with the topic of parenting is you might get a lot of commentary just because it's a very hot topic, and people have their opinions about it. You know, yeah. like and not everybody's going to agree with you, but. You know, it's it's kind of a great topic if you have a passion at, of sharing that type of knowledge and you want to help others. Because I think naturally when people become parents, A, they start learning a lot from their kids and they have this new like level of, oh my gosh, I'm learning so much. And aren't there like other parents who feel this chaotic about life? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a parent. I have a dog. Does that count? Because that can be chaotic. Right. right. That can be really chaotic. No, I love that you said (laughs) that parents learn a lot from their kids because again, teaching, when you teach, then that is when you learn the most. And we've all heard variations on that concept. Um, And so that's another reason to not worry about going back to school to get a degree they become certified to teach something that you already know or already interested in. Basically, you need to be a chapter or two ahead 
of those who want to learn what you already know. And I think a lot of moms, especially nowadays, when they realize that they could go back to the job force in whatever way, are wondering like, well, I've had 18 years where I've been raising somebody. How, wh- how do I account What's, for the gap? Value? Right. And maybe stay at home dads as well. Like, how do I account for this big gap that what I needed to do was stay at home and be the family caretaker? Right. And so, yeah, and it's not just, sorry, were you going to say something else? I didn't know where that thought was going to. You oh, okay, okay. But, but just be, just that there's probably skills and I'm sure there's skills that you learn during those years of staying at home, whether it's organization, uh, team management, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how to, you know, how to communicate better. Absolutely. That, like, yeah. let's say that you are an administrative secretary, um, and you know how to manage and maneuver and, uh, mediate with the powerful personas and personalities of executives. Um, and you know how to help keep them organized. Same thing if you're a mom, again, moms could make great executive assistants, uh, as I was saying in the first uh, part that we were doing because you basically, you know, there, there are memes out there that talk about all the different hats that moms wears, all the different job descriptions that we could have, you know, like, uh Oh, we have a dog alarm going off. Okay. Like, um, exact, like, um, like this dog barking right yeah, now. Mediator, uh, chauffeur and you know, uh, dis- what is it? Dispute resolution and all those things. And so, so we're making light of it and we're laughing about that. But and Joshua real. says chaos with my, with kids. <laughs> are my life right now exactly constantly mediating that right oops whoops oh whoops oh okay so yeah it it didn't let us comment on that joshua but anyway yeah absolutely so grandmas there are so many families who you know we around mother's day father's day it's always kind of sad to see people post things like what I wouldn't give for five more minutes, five more minutes with my mom or my dad, uh, or I wish I still had my grandparent here. Uh, we heard a story about someone who received a, a grand, grandma, grandmotherly figure who received a text from somebody and, um, or accidentally sent a text to the wrong number rather. And she said, this is grandma. And the person replied and said, I don't have a grandma. And then she you know, said, sorry, it was the wrong number. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry, you don't have a grandma. And they struck up a conversation. Um, so you just never know what kind of things, but what we do know is that we think that you know more than you think you know, and that we all have come from the training and mindset of you have to be a licensed certified expert, but somebody somewhere decided that that, What's the norm? that certification was the norm and that, that, and, and we're not talking, obviously, Obviously, there's a place for that, you know, when you want, you know, a CPA, a lawyer, a surgeon, you know, et cetera. They're they're absolutely, (laughs) absolutely, you know, but when it comes to the creative arts, especially, um, or the lifestyle, life skills, family orientation arts, EQ, uh, any kind of EQ, thank you, emotional intelligence, and And I'd say creativity is an emotional intelligence type skill. It it arises from that. And yes, you, I mean, you can't just say, I'm emotional and therefore I can paint, but you can say, <laughs> I, really? but you can say, I know how to paint and, and I, I know how yeah. to connect with people, yeah. you know, and, and I know how to help people. Paint and I think that's it too. I think it's even beyond the teaching and the learning. It's like, can I just listen to a real person who's doing things? And that's sometimes the biggest thing that people want. They don't want a structured setting in a classroom. They want to see people in the world doing what they like doing and i think at the end of the day that's sometimes a little bit more important 
Yeah. Because that's what we want. We want to connect. We want to connect with people who vibe with what we do. Yeah. And I mean, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people in our community say they want. They're yeah. like, where are the people who do the things that I do too? Right. And one thing we noticed in, in the various challenges that we've hosted, the 30-day challenges, uh, creators' challenges, uh, writing challenges, and art challenges, um, it, as, well as, as well as gratitude challenges, is that creators love to share what they're doing. Oh, yeah. uh, and so what a fantastic way to share what you're doing by teaching somebody else and showing it to them in that way. Yeah. And it is not the age where you need to worry about the um, people stealing what you're doing, basically. don't. There's an abundance mentality um, that pervades and overrides that where you don't really have to worry about, you know, you want to encourage people to do their own creativity because chances are you're not going to be in conflict for the same customers anyway. Yeah. And, you know, the more we work on collaboration and sharing, then essentially the more of that we have in our lives as yeah, well. Definitely. Sharing, caring economy. Uh, Joshua says, yeah, the wife is working 60 hours a week out of the house. So he's managing eight alone every day. Wow. Yep. <laughs> kind of feels like I'm juggling pin pulled grenades. Oh my, can only imagine. And Joshua has a social worker background and training. So you're well equipped, my friend. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay, guys. I think we're well, wrapping up. I think up. we're wrapping up. And the bottom line, let's just don't doubt yourself. Recognize that if you really enjoy doing something and would like to share it, that there's going to be someone somewhere that would love to know that as well. And so you can, you know, more than you think, you can do more than you think. And you bringing your creativity from the inside out and sharing it with the world is important. Yep. And it matters. It matters because, and if not now, then when? Yep. All, All right. right. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for joining us for the I Create Daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about. And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the I Create Daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much.